Hi there, I'm Nicolette Reed, and this is EIB Export News. Burma, Myanmar sanctions. It's a coup. So what is happening and why? Well, on February 1st, the military seized control of Myanmar, and ever since then there have been protests, many of which have erupted in violence. At least three anti-coup protesters have been killed. The Myanmar military have detained Aung San Suu Kyi, other members of her party, and hundreds of other citizens. International reaction to the coup has been largely negative. Numerous countries have condemned the military takeover. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said it was, quote, a serious blow to democratic reforms. The U.S. and U.K. have responded with sanctions on military officials. First, let's revisit a little history and geography, shall we? Before we can get to the U.S. sanctions, let's start off with a little history and geography, shall we? First of all, if you aren't familiar with the term coup, the P is silent. It is pronounced coup. It comes from the French term coup d'etat, which is defined as a sudden decisive exercise of force in politics, especially and or the violent overthrow or alteration of an existing government by a small group. The term coup d'etat was actually made popular in semi-recent years by the Kill Bill Tarantino films, but I digress. Myanmar, also known as Burma, is in Southeast Asia. It neighbors Thailand, Laos, Bangladesh, China, and India. It has a population of approximately 54 million. There are many ethnic groups in the country. The main religion is Buddhism, but there is a minority of Rohingya Muslims living in the region as well. The country gained independence from Britain in 1948 and it was ruled by the armed forces from 1962 until 2011, when a new government began ushering in a return to civilian rule. Why is Myanmar also known as Burma? The ruling military changed the country's name from Burma to Myanmar in 1989. The two words mean the same thing, but Myanmar is the more formal version used today throughout the region. Some countries, including the UK, initially refused to use the name Myanmar as a way of denying the regime's legitimacy. In the United States, we currently use Burma on the country guidance charts as well as the OFAC sanction list. So just know that Burma and Myanmar have been and will continue to be used interchangeably by world leaders as well as the media because there's always been an international dispute with the name change happening under a forced military rule. Nevertheless, it is the same place. So what has happened now and why has it led to U.S. sanctions? The military is now back in charge and has declared a year-long state of emergency. On February 1st, it seized control following a general election in which Ms. Suu Kyi's National League for Democracy, NLD, party won by a landslide. The armed forces had backed the opposition, who were demanding a rerun of the vote, claiming widespread fraud. The election commission said that there was no evidence to support these claims. The coup took place as a new session of parliament was set to open. Gee, does any of this sound familiar? I'll let you draw your own conclusions there. 
Unfortunately, the authentic winner of the election, Ms. Suu Kyi, is now under house arrest by the military and has been charged with possessing illegal walkie-talkies and violating the country's natural disaster law. Many other NLD officials have also been detained, along with protesters. Military Commander-in-Chief Min Ong Lane has forcefully taken power. He has significant political influence and successfully maintained power of the Tadmada Myanmar's military, even as the country moved towards democracy. Min Ong Lane has received international condemnation and sanctions for his alleged role in the military's attacks on ethnic minorities. He claims he will be holding his own free and fair election after his military-imposed state of emergency ends. So how have people reacted? While the protests over the coup have been the largest since the so-called Saffron Revolution in 2007, when thousands of monks rose up against the military regime, protesters include teachers, lawyers, students, bank officers, and government workers. The military has imposed restrictions, including curfews and limits to gatherings. Security forces have used water cannons, rubber bullets, and live ammunition to try to disperse these protesters. So who is Aung San Suu Kyi? Aung San Suu Kyi became world famous in the 1990s for campaigning to restore democracy. She is no stranger to house arrest. After organizing rallies calling for democratic reform for free elections, she spent nearly 15 years in detention between 1989 and 2010, during which time she was amazingly awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 1991 while still under house arrest. I love that about her. Talk about a way to make use of your time. Aung San Suu Kyi led the NLD to victory in 2015 in Myanmar's first openly contested election in 25 years. However, while she was in charge in 2017, during an army crackdown, Rohingya Muslims were mistreated as immigrants, not recognized as citizens, and the Myanmar military carried out genocide against them, forcing many other Rohingya Muslims to flee to Bangladesh. Aung San Suu Kyi denied these allegations in the International Court of Justice in 2019, but her international reputation did take some heat for her alleged involvement in that. So what about us, the U.S.? Well, first and foremost, the United States has a long history of being against things like genocide, racism, and violations against human rights, etc. The United States tends to use sanctions as a means to get the point across that we do not support or further those kinds of things. In many cases, though, unfortunately, sanctions do not always impact the individuals we intend them to, like those in power. Rather, they tend to impact the average citizen more. However, often, sanctions are the only impactful tools we have to use internationally to speak out against these kinds of atrocities. On February 11, 2021, President Joe Biden announced that the United States will sanction Myanmar's military leaders after the coup in the country. The president approved a new executive order allowing the United States to, quote, immediately sanction the military leaders who directed the coup, their business interests, as well as close family members. The U.S. government is taking serious steps to prevent the generals from improperly having access to $1 billion in Burmese government funds held in the United States, Biden noted. We are also going to impose strong export controls, he added. 
We're freezing U.S. assets that benefit the Burmese government while maintaining our support for healthcare, civil society groups, and other areas that benefit the people of Burma directly, he said, which is synonymous with Myanmar. Remember, folks, Myanmar, Burma, same place. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that the effort would go beyond unilateral actions to include, quote, working with our partners and allies, including in the region, to determine the right ways to put pressure on and have engagement. She added that there are ongoing discussions and talks with our partners and allies in Asia and Europe. And you know, there's certainly a recognition that this will need to be a coordinated effort. The U.S. State Department last week formally determined that the military takeover constituted a coup d'etat, a designation that requires the United States to cut its foreign assistance to the country's government. State Department spokesperson Ned Price said Tuesday that, quote, the international community is attempting every avenue to ensure that democracy and civilian leadership is restored in Burma. We are making no bones about where we stand when it comes to the military's need to relinquish power, Price said. We are undertaking a careful review of the assistance that we provide to Burma and with an eye towards ensuring that those responsible for this coup do face significant consequences. Myanmar's top military officials, including Armed Forces Commander-in-Chief Ming Ang Lane, have already been sanctioned for their roles in human rights abuses against Rohingya Muslims in Myanmar's Rakhine state. The military has been accused of committing atrocities, including mass killings and rape against the Muslim minority population, forcing nearly a million people to flee. The UN has recommended that top military officials face genocide charges. Su Kyi, one of the now deposed civilian leaders, called reports of genocide, quote, misinformation. The State Department's efforts to make contact with Su Kyi have been denied, Price said Tuesday. In response, the country's military has sought to limit access to the internet and news services, as well as floating a potential new cybersecurity law that observers fear could further limit the flow of information. While Biden and his administration stressed that sanctions will only target Myanmar's military leaders, as I mentioned earlier, concern remains that such measures could impact the lives of innocent people. The wide-reaching sanctions the U.S. imposed against the military junta that has ruled Myanmar in the 1990s and 2000s proved to have a devastating effect on the country's economy, and some analysts urge that the measures impacted the lives of ordinary citizens more than the military. Sanctions could potentially complicate efforts with the U.S. allies and partners that have invested in Myanmar in recent years, like Japan. Nissan has a production facility in Myanmar, while Japanese investment bank Daiwa Securities and the Tokyo Stock Exchange were tapped to help build the country's first stock exchange. Kirin had a six-year-old joint venture with a Burmese holding company, but the brewing giant said it would end that project because of its partner's links to the military. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Japanese Foreign Minister Toshimitsu Motegi spoke by phone Wednesday and, quote, discussed ways to strengthen cooperation with allies and partners to address the military coup in Burma, the State Department said. As of February 11th, the U.S. Commerce Department restricts licensing of sensitive exports to Burma's military and security services in response to the recent military coup. The U.S. Department of Commerce Bureau of Industry and Security, BIS, has implemented a series of restrictions on exports of sensitive items to Burma's Ministry of Defense, the Ministry of Home Affairs, Armed Forces, and Security Services in response to the Burmese military's actions to overthrow the democratically elected civilian government of Burma. 
Effective immediately, BIS will apply a presumption of denial for items requiring a license for export and re-export to these select Burmese government departments and agencies. In addition, BIS is revoking certain previously issued licenses to these departments and agencies, which have not been fully utilized. BIS also will suspend certain license exceptions previously available to Burma as a result of its current country group placement under the Export Administration Regulations, EAR, including shipments to country group B countries, GBS, and technology and software under restriction, TSR. So those are license exceptions that are no longer available to you for Burma. BIS is also assessing additional actions, including possible entity list additions, adding Burma to the list of countries subject to the EAR's military end use and end user, MEU, and military intelligence end use and end user, MIEU, restrictions, and downgrading Burma's country group status in the EAR. The U.S. Department of Commerce released the following statement, quote, The military coup in Burma is a direct assault on Burma's transition to democracy and the rule of law. By taking immediate action to prevent the Burmese military from benefiting from access to sensitive U.S. technology, we are sending a direct message that the United States stands with the people of Burma and their lawful democratic institutions. The Department of Commerce will take all appropriate action to limit such access by those responsible for dismantling the democratic institutions that the people of Burma have worked tirelessly to build. So about those U.S. sanctions. In addition to the Commerce Department and the State Department exporting restrictions in regards to Burma and Myanmar, if you go to the Department of Treasury OFAC sanctions website and you select Burma from the country drop-down list and you do a search for all, you will see the various entities affected by the Burma-Myanmar sanctions. You will notice right at the top of the list is the Light Infantry Division of the Burmese Army. And this includes all the other folks and relatives of folks involved in the recent coup. You can also just run a more itemized search by searching for a specific entity you intend to do business with. So in addition to your denied party screenings, if you do business with Burma or Myanmar, Please screen your customers against the OFAC list, and please do not break any U.S. sanctions. And if you're not familiar with sanctions or OFAC or the Export Administration Regulations or the State Department and their regulations like ITAR, please reach out to us for guidance. We're here to help. You can go to eib.com or you can call us at 978-256-0438 and let us know what topic you're interested in learning more about. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to catch you next time. My name is Nicolette, and I was your host. I look forward to seeing you every other week. Till then, remember, export compliance, it's the law. We make it simple.